Welcome to Corner of the Galaxy, the show that talks 100% LA Galaxy soccer. We're glad you could join us. Now it's time to sit back and relax as your hosts navigate through the twisting, turning, but never boring world, the five-time MLS Cup champion, LA Galaxy. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Corner of the Galaxy on cornerofthegalaxy.com. I'm your host, Josh Gessman. Joining me in studios, Mr. Eric, the Portuguese Hammer Vieira. We have a great show. Not a lot to talk about, I'm sure. Wait, no, there is. Latan Ibrahimovic coming to the LA Galaxy. All reports pointing that way, and I think we can almost count that one in the bag for the Galaxy. So we have a lot to talk about, a lot to get through, and to start us off and to kick us off right off the very beginning, I want to make sure that we get to our guest who uh, so so nicely has hung on here. Uh, please welcome back to the program a guy who has been uh, the general manager of the LA Galaxy, has played for the LA Galaxy, and is a current Fox soccer analyst, Mr. Alexi Lawless. Alexi, thanks for uh, stopping by, buddy. Always appreciate it. Gentlemen, good evening. We live in interesting times when it comes to the galaxy, and uh, it looks like they're going to be getting even more interesting. Yeah, it, it certainly seems that way. Uh, obviously, we're going on the premise that, uh, as Kevin Baxter of the LA Times reported this morning, and as ESPN reported as well, um, that uh, Zlatan Ibrahimovic will be released from his contract at Manchester United, and of course, will sign with the LA Galaxy. So, Mr. Alexi Lawless, uh, you've been through a large signing or two uh, in, in your lifetime uh, as general manager of the LA Galaxy. Uh, David Beckham, of course, was brought in. Uh, what do the Galaxy have to worry about? What was it like back then? Um, and, and how is this going to be different with Zlatan Ibrahimovic? Well, I think it will be different because they, as you mentioned, have gone through this. And they know what works and what doesn't work. They know how to deal with this type of uh, a hurricane that comes in and can suck the air out of everything. There's the competitive side, which is the on the field, which I'm sure Ziggy Schmidt is, is thinking about right now. And while he's a, he's a very good player, we still don't know what type of player he is in 2018 after his injury. And just the fact that they didn't know this was necessarily going to happen and you have to come fit him in where and how is he going to fit in? I think from a Ziggy Schmidt perspective, uh, look, Ziggy's a legend, uh, but it's what have you done for me lately? And right now, I think that he, if he finds a way to fit Zlatan in on a consistent and successful basis, given the team that has been established so far, uh, it will be one of his greatest feats ever because it does not rate itself when it comes to where these guys are going to play and there's going to be some odd men out. The off-the-field part of it, I guarantee right now they are uh, burning the midnight oil or at least the 7 p.m. Uh, uh, Pacific time oil trying to figure out and understand and prepare for this arrival. And it's the announcement. It's the media part of it. Uh, it's the marketing part of it. It's the additional media that normally in a, in a signing wouldn't be there. And they will have gone through this. There are certainly people there that were around when the, uh, when David Beckham was part of the galaxy. Uh, and as I said on Twitter today, if someone asked me what, what kind of advice would you give? Look, uh, I think it's pretty, it's pretty clear. And those that have followed it, as you guys have, uh, one of the things that, that you have to do is make sure that both he and his people understand that while he is a very important piece and is a very valuable piece, he is but one player, and you can't cede over traditional powers uh, to him or his people. And you just have to recognize that he is going to come and go, and the Galaxy will continue to be as a team. And that's that's sometimes easier said than done, but it is easier now considering what happened uh, years ago with the Galaxy having gone through it with David Beckham. Well, you know, my next question is that these are two different players as well. We have somebody like David Beckham who I said 
you know, while he has an ego, um, it wasn't necessarily his driving force. Certainly the brand was a big driving force for him and, and lots of things. But you have a guy now whose who's brand and ego are the same thing, Alexi. Uh, he's kind of, he, he thinks of himself as bigger than everything. Uh, does, <laughs> is that going to change things for, for whenever he comes to Los Angeles? No, because I think he's always recognized that while he, he has this oversized personality, which is what we love about him, this, this incredible, healthy, uh, and, and beautiful ego, shall we say, which makes all great players great, I think he's always backed it up with an on-the-field presence. And I think he recognizes that uh, this is an opportunity for him, and as David recognized, an opportunity for his brand. And so his performances on the field and his persona off the field – are going to go a long way to establishing it in this market that he or any other big brand wants to establish themselves. Uh, and that ego is fueled by a consistency of success everywhere that he has gone, and from his perspective individually, a consistency of scoring goals. And there's nothing that cures the ills better than a goal, than a goal score. And if he does that, he will be uh, he will be pardoned amazing things as long as he continues to get on the field and score goals. I, okay, so I graduated, of course, from the Alexi Lawless um, School of, of Advertising in, in Major League Soccer. <laughs> do they take so, uh, for summer classes Yeah, they, they do take for summer classes. You're not allowed to transfer credits, though. Um, so it, it's no, a little, no. Yeah. Um, so I, am a, I have always been a big proponent, especially in Los Angeles. Los Angeles is a different place for people that aren't from around here. We know what it takes to be successful in L.A., or at least in the past we know what it's been taking. You look at the, look at the Lakers, look at the Dodgers. You need stars, Alexi. Yeah. And the Galaxy have been short on stars. You can talk about Steven Gerrard whenever he came in as a big name. You can talk about Giovanni Dos Santos being a quote-unquote big name as well whenever he came in. But... The Galaxy haven't had that same star power, same draw. What does Zlatan Ibrahimovic bring then to the LA Galaxy, just in terms of off-the-field star power? Well, look, you know, uh, as you know, and then being a historian and being a, uh, not a disciple, but at least having an understanding <laughs> of, of my time uh, in front offices, I talked a lot about super clubs. And the uh, I was hell-bent on trying uh, at all times to live up to making the LA Galaxy the team that everybody, not just domestically, but internationally thought about. Now, how do you do that? And especially how do you do it in a market like LA? Well, it comes down to stars. And this signing, as, I, as I've said, and many people have said, the Galaxy almost had to do it. Not only does it live up to what the Galaxy has become and, uh, and this image and this super club type of moniker, but they're doing it at a time when we know the neighbors are coming in and they're coming in hot and heavy. And so this is a, this is, I don't know if it's a perfect signing, but it just it smells right for the Galaxy to do for a number of different reasons, uh, the reasons on the field that we've talked about and the reasons off the field. And I think it's, it's almost – it's not regressive because I know a lot of people recognize that, the, that, the, that MLS has moved on. But this is one of the few players, I think, that transcended that, that movement and that evolution that's happened in that whether it's the Galaxy or any other team, if you have the opportunity to sign someone like – uh, as Latan, uh, you go and do it. And so I think it's it's the right move. It's not without risk, and it's not going to be without challenges, uh, but it's worth every risk. And certainly when you look at him not even being a designated player from a money standpoint, uh, this is golden because if if, uh, if reports are true, he's making, uh, what, $1.5 $1. Right. Uh, a year for the next two years? Yep. Seems like good business to me. 
Yeah. And, and everything you're, you're saying is we're talking about the ego. We're talking about a uh, persona off the field. And he definitely fits that bill, that Los Angeles superstar. When you talk about the LA galaxy and having a superstar come to major league soccer, it's almost a, a no brainer that a superstar is going to come. If they're coming, they're coming to the LA galaxy. Now with everything being said about uh, the persona and the off the field, uh, you know, personality coming off an injury, do you think Zlatan is going to be able to perform? Yeah, I, mean, I think what he's going to be, because as we know, at times we've seen, while he is a, a big man in stature on the field, he's not necessarily always a post-up type of guy. And so this is, you know, from an X's and O's standpoint, and this is what Ziggy Schmidt is probably thinking about right now. You, you go and get Ola Kamara, uh, who, at least to, to begin with, is, is doing, doing what you've asked him and living up to the signing that you, have, that you asked, to have that guy up top, making himself dangerous in the box. So now you've got... Zlatan coming in. He's not necessarily always a post-up guy. As a matter of fact, he's loved, he loves to, and he certainly is loved to even more so as he's gotten older, kind of drop into that role. I still think that he can, that he can do a job. If there is opportunities into the box, I think that's important. I think really what you're looking at is, can he do a job, and how does it affect others? So you've got Jonathan Dos Santos. Now does Jonathan Dos Santos have to go out wide? And if that happens, then uh, then does Ima Boateng go to the bench? And then you've got uh, Alessandrini on one side. So trying to fit those pieces in is going to be huge. But to answer your question, I still think that he can be effective, provided they, are, they, they have service going in. And most importantly, and this is where it's not just about X's and O's, it's also about managing. And managing, as we said, one of the biggest egos in the game, in a good way, in a positive way, for Ziggy Schmidt. Putting him in a place where not just Ziggy feels he's going to succeed, but where Zlatan, you have buy-in, and he thinks he's going to succeed in that position. Whether that's up top and then moving Ola, or whether that's putting him underneath Ola and moving someone like uh, Dos Santos. All right, final question before we let you get out of here, Alexi. Um, you, if, is there any general manager in Major League Soccer that wouldn't make this deal for Zlatan Ibrahimovic at $1.5 million a year or $3 million over two years? Uh, is is this one of those that you pull the trigger on almost no matter who the GM is and who the team is? Yeah, I mean, I think because it makes sense, and I think any owner uh, would recognize that while, as we said, there are risks and challenges and, and possible problems, uh, you got to do it. And, and this is where it gets interesting, because uh, while they're going to present a united front, as they should, I would expect, and this is not a knock, this is not a, a negative, this is what happens by, behind the scenes. I would expect that not everybody was necessarily on board for this. But ultimately, you sometimes have to say, all right, these are my reservations, these are my problems, and then you go forward and you make the best of the, uh, of the situation. I don't think that this is probably something that everybody at the Galaxy said, this is, this is perfect, this is exactly what, what we need, and especially Ziggy Schmidt, who's going to have to deal with it. Now, I'm not saying that this was something that he was adamantly against about. I don't, I don't know if anybody was adamantly against it, but I, I bet you, if it's, if it's done correctly, you can have some dissenting opinions out there. That's good. I, I always recognize that when I was around people, even having people disagree with me, that was value to, valuable to me. So I hope that it wasn't just a, everybody just saying yes because they thought that's what the club or that's what the Andrews Entertainment Group uh, wanted, to, wanted to do, that there's a recognition that while there's challenges, ultimately everybody's got to be on the same page and present that united front publicly and then go to work off the, uh, behind the scenes to make sure that this works. 
I was going to say, I'm, I'm glad you're used to people disagreeing with you. I see your Twitter followers all the say, time. I've never, <laughs> seen, I've never seen anyone disagree with you, Alexi. I don't know where you would get that idea. Well, from my perspective, I'm almost, I'm almost right, so it really doesn't matter. <laughs> that works great. Al- Alexi, we thank you for stopping by. I hope you have a good evening, and of course, I'm sure we'll talk to you again uh, later this season. Thanks, guys. It's always a pleasure. You guys are doing great work. All right, thanks. There thanks, goes Alexi, uh, uh, Alexi Lawless. Uh, Fox soccer analyst there and of course former general manager of the LA Galaxy which I know some of you are probably saying don't bring up and don't talk about but I do it every time. Anyway, uh, some good perspective there from Alexi Lawless. Glad to have him on. Let's talk now. I know we didn't get to it because we had Alexi on right away but let's make sure we say hi to Eric. Eric, how are you doing? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me back. Uh, gl- glad to have you. Here. Yeah, I know. This is three in a row. It's becoming a habit almost. It's it's. Don't- crazy. Don't, don't tell the guys over at Guys in Shorts. I know, gonna, they're, they're jealous. They're going to get upset. They're jealous, and I like <laughs> that. Alright, very good. But no, uh, glad to have Eric, of course, in studio with us. We have a lot to talk about as we said. Uh, obviously the LA Galaxy, surprisingly enough, still have a game this weekend. Uh, not everything gets to just be postponed until uh, Zlatan shows up, and I'll, I'll just sort of throw it out there right now. There's a very good chance Zlatan Ibrahimovic will be ready and in uniform for the LAFC game. Oh. I know, that's that's crazy. And, and uh, by the way, we're recording on Thursday, March 22nd. I just want to put this all in perspective for everybody. There has been no official announcement from the LA Galaxy, um, but I need you, all of you, to suspend disbelief just for a second because I have this feeling, this hunch, that on Friday morning as this podcast gets distributed <laughs> widely that that announcement has come forth and has happened. So, um, you know, when you're looking at all this stuff, that's that's where we're at right I, now. I'm just thinking it would be so hilarious if... We have Alexi on. Everyone's tweeting out the stories, and it turns out that it's all bogus. Yeah, it would. It <laughs> that would, would be, be fantastic. You know, it's funny. Uh, <laughs> there's a story, and Kevin told it at our open house, um, where Kevin and I recorded a podcast about something. It doesn't matter what it was about. We recorded it on Monday night, and we were going to hold it until Tuesday morning, and there was a reason for that, and that there was news going to come out on Tuesday morning, and we knew what it was, so we were confident in that. So we did a huge podcast. It was great. Uh, it was about an hour and 15, hour and 20 minutes long, where we dissected this one issue in great detail, looked at it from all different sides, and the news broke on Tuesday morning, and we were wrong. So <laughs> so that is what we could like to call the yes. lost show, all right? The lost show. Uh, and so that's how, it, that's how it all goes. I think goes. you could find that on the dark web. That's yeah. right. That's we're right. we're going to find out tomorrow that they signed that player from FC Astana in <laughs> yeah. Kazakhstan. Yeah, that's right. That's, that's uh, the wrong Zlatan, yeah. Yeah, yeah d- like do- <laughs> do- Dodovich or something like that? I don't remember. I was I was even practicing his name. Um, so anyway, so that's what we have whenever you look at all this, uh, that it looks like Zlatan's coming to the LA Galaxy. And quite honestly, for the rest of the show, you're going to hear us talk as if that is already happened and already ha- and because uh, something actually showed up on on a date we recorded, which is yeah. usually stuff breaks on Friday morning yeah. instead of Thursday. So I think they call those Baxter bombs. <laughs> Baxter bombs. That's right. <laughs> Baxter drops a little love in there. So uh, Kevin, of course, is up covering the Mexican national team up in Santa Clara right now. Um, so he was able to do all of that work and do all that fun stuff right there from his hotel room. So I've been talking to him throughout the day. Uh, I'm sure our Monday show will be very interesting. So <laughs> you're going to want to tune in for that. But before we even get to that, obviously, we have Eric here. We want to talk about Zlatan Ibrahimovic. Uh, Right now, and if you didn't pick it up with the interview from Alexi Lawless, you will know that the LA Galaxy have supposedly signed, or signed, allegedly, depends on when you're listening to this, (laughs) uh, have signed uh, Zlatan Ibrahimovic. Um, and if that, uh, if that goes through right now, Grant Wall reporting that it is worth, uh, $1.5 million, the maximum allowable under the targeted allocation money rule. 
Uh, and I believe he's the first player ever to be paid the maximum allowable under the targeted allocation money rule. So $1.5 million. I think if there's someone worth getting the maximum allowable for Tam, I think Zlatan is worth it. He, he seems to be one of those you might want to take a gamble on. Yeah. Just I'm just going to throw it out there. So, <laughs> um, so that's what it is. And it looks like this deal is done through 2019. Okay. So the initial reactions that we have had, of course, are a volation because you have somebody of Zlatan Ibrahimovic stature coming to Major League Soccer and not just to Major League Soccer, but to the LA Galaxy, where, of course, stars are meant to be stars uh, within the galaxy there. See, yeah, nice, well done. That, it's, it's that's fun. why you get paid the big bucks, yeah, that's, <laughs> It's something like that. Um, the, there's lots of reactions from this, and I'm not going to be one of these people who says that any of your reactions are wrong or incorrect. Uh, there are certainly people who want nothing to do with Zlatan Ibrahimovic, and I can understand why you would say that. He's a guy who's coming off a severe knee injury in which he came back from it in about six and a half months, which was pretty quick, uh, showed up on the field and then quickly got injured again and has not played for Manchester United basically since that happened. Um, this is a guy right now who has shown that, yes, he is a great player, but that he is now injury prone. And so whenever you look at all these things, you're saying 36 years old, going to be 37, I think, in October is when his birthday is. Um, so you're looking at 37. You just sort of signed a guy who's going to be 38 by the end of the deal that you're signing. Now, we know, again, that it's Latan Ibrahimovic, and he brings a ton with him. But what if he can't play? That's where I think... The, the TAM deal and the 1.5 million, that's where it's a no-brainer. Uh, all of the points you bring up are, are valid points, but at the same time, Zlatan Ibrahimovic is a once-in-a-generation talent. Uh, you know, he brings on-the-ball skill. He brings a, a deadly finishing ability. Uh, so I, I just don't understand how people uh, are going to be upset about signing someone of that stature. I think I'm of the opinion if he doesn't step foot on the field or touch a single single ball during the game, he still makes the Galaxy a better team. Just with the threat of him, uh, you know, he's on your bench, he's on your roster, just that threat and the experience he brings, he already makes the Galaxy better. And then you bring in the fact that, you know, Alexi mentioned he has an ego, and that ego that he has, you don't walk around with an ego like that if you don't have the performances to back it up. I, I looked up his career averages. I think he averages a goal, uh, you know, 0.6 goals a game. So, you know, Every game, every game and a half or every two games, he's going to get you a goal. And so I think when you have someone that has that ability, they have that on the ball uh, talent. I think that's something where, um, you know, people look at him and he's a big guy and he's a finisher and you say, well, he's just a big bruiser, but he's not. He has so much skill on the ball and a deft touch. And I think you look at someone, uh, if you look across at our neighbors at LAFC, Carlos Vela, who's someone who was, was a goal scorer, but he's not technically playing in that position. He's kind of playing the number 10 role and he's distributing because he has that talent. I could see Zlatan coming in and distributing, making uh, Kamara better. You know, I'm going to go ahead and say he can even make Giovanni Dos Santos better just by his talent that he has on the ball and being able to make things happen and, and draw that attention to him. So I, I love the move. I, know, I understand the backlash, but at the same time, isn't soccer supposed to be fun? It is. Aren't we supposed to be having fun? This, this who, is fun. Yeah, who's, who's more fun than Zlatan? Yeah, it, I, w I would go back to almost, uh, you know, it's starting to be, and I start to feel this way, and granted, I grew up a baseball player. I, I think everybody knows that. Um, you know, and there's a great, uh, there's a, from the movie, um, let's see, which movie with Kevin Costner and Kelly Preston in it, and he's... Bull Durham. No, not that one. Nope. No, that was the old... No, that's, Feel the Dreams. No, see, there's so many Kevin Costner <laughs> baseball movies, as, I can't even remember, but there's one, is is baseball not America's favorite pastime? You know, yeah. is, you know, is this not America? Is baseball not America? I, I feel like that's the way with soccer. 
Whenever Zlatan comes on, right, it's like... He has is, to go. Is soccer not America's favorite yeah. pastime now? <laughs> um, and it is. It is It is appointment viewing, yes. right? I mean... And every other MLS club is going to be thrilled that Zlatan has signed with the LA Galaxy because when the Galaxy comes to town, they are going to sell out that stadium because people are one, people love a circus and people are going to want to come, you know, see see the big the big animal, you know, live and in person. And I think... He brings that. He brings that aura about him. He just is that guy. And I think he's going to he's gonna bring that off the field. And if he performs uh, on the field, even better. But, but he's going to make them better right away without even touching a ball. Yeah, I mean, I can see that. I'll push back a little. There, there's, there's downside on this. And, and there's realistic downside. I mean, somebody asked me, what are the chances this goes wrong, right? I said, it's 50-50. It it's 50-50 right now. I'll tell you why. Because... I see it as a net gain with Slatan Ibrahimovic signing for the Galaxy, and I've always said that off the field is just as important as on the field with this particular signing, especially at 1.5 million. It's like you're renting Slatan yeah. to like do an <laughs> appearance. Yeah, it's like you're going to rent him for for two years and uh, and basically have that. But you go with this and you understand the personality he has. We were talking with Alexi Lawless. I mean, how does he get along with a guy like Ashley Cole? Right. And Ashley Cole's the captain right now. Now, you're certainly not. You shouldn't see Zlatan Ibrahimovic with a captain's no. armband. And we, we've, we've learned that lesson before. That was a David Beckham problem, <laughs> right? David Beckham yes. comes in, he gets the armband. All of a sudden, resentment starts immediately because it's like, what have you done to earn this? Um, so you can understand that. That's fine. I don't think you're going to see that. But I do think that the Galaxy are going to have problems. I mean, you got guys in that locker room making $60,000. <laughs> and Zlatan, here's the difference, though. Here's a little bit of difference. Zlatan's only making $1.5 million. He's not even the most, the highest paid player on the team. He's underneath, you know, three other guys. Whenever you look at, which is, again, I'm trying to wrap my mind around this. There's, there's no rule bending that needs to happen here. Besides yeah. the LA Galaxy need to open up a foreign roster slot, an international yeah. slot. Um, they can do that a bunch of different ways. Yeah. There's, there's three ways that I can see right now. Uh, you could trade somebody like Joao Pedro. Hey, come on, don't say that. No, well, the Portuguese I, I know. I knew. I was, I, you, you knew what you said. You knew what you're doing. You're going straight to my heart on that one. I did. I did, but I still think it's realistic. <laughs> I'll throw it out there. I don't mean to stab you in the heart. You're, but, not, you're not wrong. But uh, Joao Pedro, mostly because I'm not sure that Siggy Schmidt knows how to spell Joao Pedro's name. <laughs> Um, so that's one reason. Um, it could be Michael Ciani, who's on $620,000, uh, salary and is injured right now. And you probably can't cut a guy or trade a guy who's injured right now, but whenever he gets healthy, you could do that in the short term. They could move one of those guys to LA galaxy Two, Joao Pedro. Yeah. Uh, you could move him <laughs> down to LA galaxy Two, or maybe you're even able to go ahead and take him, uh, or take Ciani down while he's injured down to LA galaxy yeah. Two. regardless the LA galaxy. And for everything I've been able to put together, have been doing this deal for a long time. This is not a happened in the last week deal. Uh, this is something that probably happened since January, uh, a deal that's been in the works. And with Manchester United dropping out to Sevilla, there's a good chance that that was the catalyst for this happening now. Um, so if you if you want to say what really happened and what really did things, that was that's that was the that's escalation probably, point. Yeah, that was probably what escalated this faster mm -hmm. than it would have been down the road. So you have those things to look at, but. I mean, you know, having said all that, I feel like the Galaxy have their ducks in a row on this where they already know how they're going to do that and how they're going to move the rosters and how they're going to make these things happen. And there were a lot of rumors at the beginning of the year that, that Michael Ciani was going to get cut. And that was going to be, you know, one of the ways they opened up an international slot for Ola Kamara. OK, the crazy thing is that the LA Galaxy went out and got Ola Kamara and we thought there was no more Tam left. 
And apparently they had $1.5 million sitting <laughs> in the coffers. They had it under the couch. They had it, you know, Siggy was holding onto it, sleeping at night in his cookie jar. <laughs> so that's what's under his shirt. That's it's all that extra TAM money. <laughs> it's all the extra TAM money. That's great. Um, so so that's where you're that's where you're looking at this right now. But there's there's ways for this to go long, wrong. Zlatan could go in and just blow up that locker room. Um, Zlatan could go in and not respect Siggy Schmidt. I mean... You can go full Jermaine Jones. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> yes, exactly what I'm saying. Um, so... There's ways for this to go wrong, but here's the deal, and here's where I sit on the side of why you do it. The LA Galaxy are already a good team, Eric. Yes, and, and we need I, that going in. It, now, now, well, it, they need to stay healthy, <laughs> all right? Well, they, I was going to go there, but yeah, yeah go yeah. for it. Um, they need to stay healthy, but they're a good team. If Zlatan Ibrahimovic comes in and can't play, and he has to sit on the bench, or he's used as a sub, hint, hint, I really wish that they <laughs> should do that, but I'm told they're not going to yeah. do that. Uh, Zlatan comes in as a sub, you're still getting value out of him at $1.5 million, yeah. probably in just the jerseys that he yeah. sells and the butts he puts it, in seats. I'm telling you, it's worth $1.5 million if on March 31st, he is suited up and in the 75th minute, it's a, it's, it's a 75th minute. Forgot how to speak there. That's okay. Don't worry about uh, it. <laughs> uh, you know, against a crosstown rival, just the, the ovation that he would get coming off the bench, that's worth it right there. And, and to the people who are pushing back saying, well, he's injured and, and we don't know if he can duplicate it. We have... 86 injured guys now. So, you know, why not bring someone in with the potential upside? So, yes, uh, you know, there's the potential downside, but there's also, uh, and I think we were talking about this off air, this could be the Galaxy who we felt like are already in a good spot with the roster they have, given they stay healthy. You add Zlatan, and if it clicks, then you're, you're, you could have greatness. And I think you, t- you roll the dice. Yeah. So it, instead of taking, yeah, well, maybe we could be okay but you know, let's have a little fun. Let's let's be adventurous. Let's get this guy, and, and it can go right a lot of ways too. Yeah, it, it can go right. Um, I I still again, I'm, I'm I think this is a deal you have to make. It, nobody comes to me if I'm general manager. Nobody comes to me and says, "Hey, Zlatan will come play for one point five million dollars." I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I don't know how you say no. Well, first of all, I ask who this is on the <laughs> phone. Uh, is it like Jovan Jovan Krovsky? Are you drunk? Like, what's going on? You yeah. know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, he'll he'll come over for one point five million dollars. It just makes sense. Um, and I agree with you. I, I said that you can gamble on greatness yeah. on this, and that's what you can be because you're taking a team that is good and is probably a playoff team, and I will stick by that even though they lost their second game. Oh, my. Who would have ever <laughs> thought um, that they're still a playoff team and they're a good team and that this good team can survive even if Zlatan goes out there in the first 10 minutes and blows his knee out again. <laughs> well, and, and the other thing, too, that's and if this goes haywire – you know, then that's a great story too. Cause we know, you know, the disaster that was last season, we, there's still that history. There's still that pedigree. The LA galaxy is still the LA galaxy. Now I don't want to sound arrogant or, or, you know, in that way, but at the same time, you know, we can afford this gamble. We're not a, a you know, a team that's on a major drought that we need, we're desperate. It's like, this is a gamble that it is okay for us to make. It seems like it. It yeah. seems like it, it's a it's a no brainer in terms of making the gamble. If you're paying him ten or twelve or fifteen or seventeen million dollars a year, now all of a sudden, okay, now yes, you know, can he play? That's the concern. Can yes. he play? Oh, <laughs> let's find out. Um, you know, all that stuff. So that that's where you, that's where I go with this. You know, the other thing that you really have to look out, and I think you know, Alexi Lawless really sort of touched on this as well, is that the Galaxy can af- need a little bit of swagger back, yeah. right? And they need some of that mojo. <laughs> Are you telling me Zlatan has swagger? I mean, the guy is swagger. It's and, or, or swagger is Zlatan. Yeah. I'm not sure how it goes. Yeah, the, that's one of my favorite jokes that goes around. And tons of people said it's uh, the Galaxy didn't sign Zlatan. Zlatan signed the Galaxy. We all know that's that's the case. I will certainly say this. He is a guy who... 
at least in my initial impressions, and I'm sure there's going to be people who, who say, you know, call BS on this line, but he is a guy now clearly... Uh, everybody, and I, and I read all the comments across MLS Twitter and MLS Reddit and all these other things, and I read comments. It's it's fun. That's I'm, I'm I, assuming everyone else is really happy for us. Yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> um, they're saying, another guy just chasing money. Yeah, and it's like $1.5 million. The guy was making, what, $17 million yeah. a year at Manchester United? So, I mean, a lot of money at Manchester And he's decided that he's going to come. And granted, they weren't going to give him another contract. Yeah. So the 1.5 is, is fine. But $3 million is nothing. It feels like this is a personal con- conquest for him. Like he wants to come and put his stamp on Major League Soccer. Uh, when we signed David Beckham and when we signed Steven Gerrard, these were guys who were thought to be of the same caliber, although I, I would rate Zlatan talent-wise, you know, above those two. But he brings the ability to finish and to score goals. He's someone who scored... 397 career goals. He knows how to put the ball in the back of the net. So when you talk about star power and swagger, when Beckham came, uh, the casual fan maybe didn't understand that this guy isn't going to be the goal scorer. He does stuff that's off the ball and that's not easy to notice. Right. Zlatan is going to do stuff where you notice. And even if it's, you know, karate kicking someone in training or, or you know, trying to, you know, give someone a death stare from a different t- visiting team, he's going to do stuff to make you notice him. And I think that's that's a good thing. Yeah, and, and from all accounts, by the way, uh, Zlatan Ibrahimovic right now is healthy to play. Um, healthy he's just enough. Healthy enough to play. And um, there's there's the only reason he hasn't been playing for Manchester United is that they didn't need him. Yeah. Um, that's that's really how, how it sort of goes. So uh, that's that's one of those things that you're looking at. And again, he's coming to Los Angeles. There's other reasons for him. And, and I don't want to just take the $1.5 million and say, oh, yeah, look, he's clearly not coming for them. Poor, poor Zlatan. Poor Zlatan. <laughs> he's... Ca- the guy has endorsements, yeah. all right? And he has, he'll be all right. He'll do just fine uh, whenever it comes to to making money in Los Angeles. And, you know, granted, I, and I'll say this, and I have no problems with this. This rubs people the wrong way. But he also is coming because, you know, he wants to be near movies and near, you know, Hollywood. And that's fine. But if you look at all the other Galaxy players as well, you know, I'm a, I'm a, a fanboy on Instagram. You follow all these guys. They all love the lifestyle too. So, you know, you know, Ola Kamara and Jorgen Shrelnik and these guys all love being in LA and the beach and Hollywood. They love the lifestyle. It's not just Zlatan's not the only guy who enjoys the LA lifestyle. Oh, Everyone who comes here loves he'll it. He'll be under the microscope though. People <laughs> will see. See, he's another guy. Again, now I'll tell you, I rank everybody in terms of how big they are by whether or not my mom knows who they are. <laughs> all right. Uh, my mom knew who David Beckham was, uh, so that's fine. Didn't know who Robbie Keane was, didn't know who Steven Gerrard was, didn't know who Giovanni Dos Santos is, um, does not know who Zlatan uh, Ibrahimovic is. I thought for sure there Mrs. was... Mrs. Guessman, come on. I, I was like, I was like come if on, If she mom. saw him, would she know him? I don't think so. Oh, okay. I, I, think, don't, I don't know. I don't know that my mom could name him, but I think if she saw him, she'd say, oh, okay, I know that guy. She can she can name and, and she can name and spot the third uh, reliever in the Angels bullpen, <laughs> but she doesn't know who Zlatan Ibrahimovic is, which is fine. So, listen... I think there's there's a difference here, right? And it's the difference between like Cristiano Ronaldo and Lionel Messi and Zlatan Ibrahimovic and David Beckham. David Beckham transcended different sort yes. of genres. So everybody, maybe because he was married to Mrs. Beckham. Yeah. All right. I was. She You're gets not respect. Go there. No, Fair she, enough. she gets respect. I met her once. So I'll, I'll nice be respectful lady. as well. Then she was a Spice Girl, but we won't. She's not posh Spice. We don't say posh Spice. We say <laughs> Mrs. Beckham. Uh, you know, and there was a reason they were a power couple. It makes sense. So you got that. Um, you know, you have you have Cristiano Ronaldo, who yes is huge and is huge around the world. Still, it's a soccer specific. If you're here in the United yeah. States, it's still a soccer specific kind yeah. of guy. So he hasn't crossed over enough to where everybody knows who Cristiano Ronaldo and, and is. Part of that is a language thing as well, because Beckham being English, 
being, you know, you're able to watch things with him and, and understand everything he's saying. So part of that is a language, a language thing. Yeah, it, it is. Um, and then you have Lionel Messi as well, who again is huge around the world. And if you're anybody in soccer, you know immediately who Lionel Messi is. But uh, if you're my mom, you do not know who Lionel <laughs> Messi is. So it's a different stardom, but it's enough. And in a, I would call it a soccer crazed city as Los yeah. Angeles is. It may not be MLS. It may be Liga MX. It may be, you know, different leagues around that. Maybe the English go, Premier League. Go to any of those friendlies, international friendlies over the summer. There are plenty of full stadiums, plenty of people who know who Zlatan is. And they're going to be filling the Stub Hub Center. People in the chat room are naming the the Angels' third reliever right now <laughs> in the in the thing. Very, very Nick, Nick Tropiano. I'm sure she knows him. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> that's one of the guys from our show. It's got to be. <laughs> no one likes the Angels that much. That was, no, my mom. That's my mom. That's my mom. Um, so anyway, no, I mean that's and, and so so you look at all that. It, it's it's a different type of stardom, but there's enough in Los Angeles to sell out the LAFC game. Oh, wait, it was already sold out. <laughs> um, so what's the next home game? Oh, Sporting Kansas City, sold out. Yeah. Just, I mean, get your tickets. Listen, if anything, if you are season ticket holders and you like to sell your tickets that you're not going to use. Start counting you, the cash. You just made some money, boys and girls. <laughs> all right. Get them up on StubHub right now. All right. Put that, put that, jump, jump up that price a nice. little bit. If, if you're selling them, if you're going, go. I'm, yeah. I'm all for going, but... Um, having sold tickets on the resale market in the last two years, I'll tell you that below face value was probably a pretty good <laughs> idea. Well below face value. Um, that's just, that's that's how it's been. But that's not the case anymore with, with this. This is a signing that is um, so long rumored that Kevin and I on Monday almost didn't want to bring it up to people. <laughs> uh, I can't imagine you guys are, it's almost... Pato is the closest it comes to driving you crazy. <laughs> Pato, yeah, yeah. I told you. I, I don't know if people saw on my on my Instagram, um, but but Eric and and another another uh, listener, and I can't remember who it was, but uh, put up pictures of uh, my my face over who was it? Uh, Berlusconi. Berlusconi, yeah, yeah with Pato, yeah, right? With Pato, yeah. Great. So, I go, even added a little corner of the galaxy I, button. Yeah, I appreciate that. <laughs> I thought that was that was the love enough. is in the details. My head was gigantic though, Eric. I, I, um, and which I didn't, I didn't maybe, have much to work with. Maybe true to size. <laughs> I don't know, uh, but it seemed a little large uh, from what I was seeing. But certainly, um, that is uh, that. That's one of the ones that drives me crazy. I had somebody take a picture of a duck in the StubHub Center uh, uh, fountain and nice. said, "Look, Pato's at StubHub Center," and I. That's good. Nice. I have ducks that are are currently stalking me behind my car every morning whenever I'm going. So I think that's related. They hear as you well. talking about them. Yeah, they're sec second language learners over there. That's that's exactly what it is. <laughs> uh, and chat room's asking if my mom knows who Pato is. And no, <laughs> no, that's a no, hard no. I can no. tell you that. No, absolutely. I do have a final thought on Zlatan coming yeah. to the galaxy. It's a conspiracy theory alert. Ooh, I like this. So you know, I, I go big on conspiracy theories here. Mexico plays Sweden in the World Cup this summer. Zlatan was sent by the Swedish Soccer Federation to spy on Giovanni and Jonathan Dos Santos. Just Jonathan. The, just Jonathan. <laughs> they, nobody cares about you. <laughs> but he, you know, yeah. You get to, so that's my that's my conspiracy theory. I like he it. He was sitting here as a, a Swedish spy. I like figure it. out Mexican intel for the World Cup. I like it. You put your tinfoil hats on. <laughs> um, that sounds like a great idea. That's what I would do. Um, yeah. Let's, uh, I, I was going to say, I want to get your calls in here. If anybody has calls, uh, 949-734-4217, of course, on our live show. Uh, if you're listening to this on the podcast, you are more than welcome to follow us and watch us live. I remind you to go on YouTube and subscribe to our channel, type in Corner of the Galaxy. You can do that. And because YouTube has decided that people with less than a thousand followers don't get any of their revenue anymore, uh, if you could help me build up the, the listenership eventually, I think we got like... 
250. So I we're mean, almost we're, there. We're just we're right there. Just Let's, we're going to get that Zlatan bump. That's absolutely there. Also, I would also at this current uh, state in the podcast remind you that uh, you can always go and review us and give us uh, reviews on iTunes if you so so uh, uh, so want. Uh, we'd appreciate it, of course, because we do a good job here and we'd like to be ranked appropriately because of that. Um, the other big thing that I want to tell you is that just today, this very day. Uh, we had another delivery of Corner of the Galaxy scarves. So nice. I want everybody... I've seen them. If, if, yeah, Eric's been, been playing verify. with them. Um, I got the graphic up on the screen if you're watching our live show. Uh, head on over to cornerofthegalaxy.com forward slash shop. You can click on our shop button. $25 gets you a scarf. Um, listen, this is a great way for us to be able to keep the lights on here at the studio. And there's a lot of lights uh, to be able to keep on. Uh, and it also helps us do more merchandise, more stuff. I will tell you right now, we have another t-shirt that is just itching to go. I designed Ooh. it. It is ready to go, but you're it's on not, a roll. You're the merchandising king over it's, here. It's not going out just yet. Just <laughs> pump the brakes a little bit. Fair so enough. I just wanted to let you know, and maybe in the next month we will put that one out. But it's a good one. I, I think, think I saw Pato modeling it. Yes, yes. <laughs> you're lucky that you're here, and I can't block you. I mean, I could turn <laughs> off. We're your live. Mic. If something happens, I've got you on video. That's, so I know I what could, I'm doing. Here. I could turn off your mic for sure. <laughs> um, so that's certainly something we could do. Um, that yeah, people are asking how they can donate to get Pato to the team. So <laughs> I, I, I realize I create these on monsters. Yeah. Um, you do this to yourself, Josh. Yeah, yeah. People are asking me to make pins too, pins, magnets. Everybody's got a better idea. I know. <laughs> uh, we'll see. We'll see how that goes. Try to do something nice, and everyone comes in with the suggestions. Yeah. Hey, by the way, maybe you should do it this way. Let's talk about Giovanni dos Santos real quick. I want to get to this because it certainly was a story before Zlatan Ibrahimovic <laughs> showed up. Um, is that uh, Giovanni Dos Santos, the, the the excellent form that he's shown over the last two years, or at least the last year for sure, um, was voted by the MLS players in a poll provided by ESPN. Uh, they did an anonymous poll of players. They said, um, they asked who the most overrated and who the most underrated player was. All right. And, of course, the most underrated player went to uh, Ignacio Piatti up in Montreal. And the most underrated player went to... Overrated. Oh, oh, sorry. I'm. You're absolutely right. The most overrated player went to uh, a guy you may have heard of before. His name is Giovanni Dos Santos. Um, hmm. That's absolutely brutal. You know, what we're bringing up is, as a Galaxy fan, and you hear it all the time, I'm sure, with your, your voicemails and, and Twitter, people lighting Gio up that he's not living up to expectations. And that's something we watch him game in and game him out, and he's not the guy that we want him to be. And so for our Galaxy fans, we know that, he's underrated and underperforming, but to have your fellow league mates and other players make that same, you know, conjecture, that's, that's got to hurt. And, and this can go one of two ways. We could see, hopefully hope this motivates him if he even finds out about it, or, you know, we can see sad geo and, and this might not be good. Yeah. I feel like it's sad. Geo. I feel like there's no point in motivation yeah. anymore. I mean, it hurts. Now here's the, here's the rub on that. All right. And rub on the poll and, and let's put it in Hercules Gomez, obviously on ESPN was talking about this poll and saying, um, you know, how many hits he's done and all this stuff. And, and he's calling, he's really saying that the voters are bitter here. Whenever you look at it, um, there were 595 players are registered with major league soccer, 104 participated in the survey, 21 decided to not even answer the question. And of the 83 that did, we have no idea of their income level. This is from Hercules Gomez. He goes, but I'm willing to bet income had a lot to do with their answers. 
Um, and he also goes, also, Nikolic? Seriously? Because if you look at these, the most overrated players include somebody like Michael Bradley, who finished second to Giovanni Dos Santos at about 10% of the vote. Uh, I believe Josie Altidore and Nikolic were also on that list. And I will tell you that if you're going to rate Michael Bradley as one of the most overrated players, that you probably hit your head too hard against something. <laughs> maybe a soccer ball. Maybe yeah. maybe a post. And you're not paying attention. If you're Damon Josie Altidore, both of those guys won the treble with yeah. Toronto FC. <laughs> the MLS champions, I don't know that you can call them overrated. But but going back to salary, I think that that's a factor. So you can say that, you know, players are bitter that, that and they're voting against them because they're making that much money. But when you make that much money, there's the expectation that you're going to perform. Yeah. So you can be bitter and still be right. And I think that's what the case was here. Yeah, this is also, I'll also say that I think this is a the case of a poll being um, wrong on so many levels. The data and, is and wrong. The, the data is the data's wrong. It just doesn't match <laughs> up. Uh, when you look, I think only like 12 or 13 people well, end up. 104 at, players, 11%. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah, yeah. about 11, 12 guys. 11, 12 guys really voted for, for Giovanni Dos Santos. Um, I will say that if you look at that and the margins that were there and, and all those different things and the conclusions that they come to. Yeah. That that, Gio, that that Michael Bradley and Josie Altador are right there, and the conclusion is that Giovanni. I will say this: it looks so wrong, and there's probably no way you should trust this poll. And it's just yeah. a poll, and it's not scientific. It's just we counted. It's gossip. It's gossip. Um, they still got the right answer with Giovanni <laughs> DeSantis being the most overrated player. I mean, I, that's harsh. It it's, is. It's way harsh. Um, but at this point, and as you said, salary certain five point yeah. five million dollars. Yeah. $5.5 million. Everybody wants to know why Giovanni Dos Santos is so under a microscope in Los Angeles right now. Why fans are fed up. Why I believe that coaches are probably fed up and front office is probably fed up as well. Why all this is happening. And the very simple answer is that $5.5 million, the highest paid player on the team. Zlatan Ibrahimovic is going to come to the <laughs> LA Galaxy and he's going to get paid less than Giovanni Dos Santos. And if Zlatan makes it into 10 games, he will be more productive than Giovanni <laughs> Dos Santos has been. I can't wait for the dirty looks that we're going to see. I, I just It's the $5.5 million, and that gives you a right as a fan, as a reporter, as anybody who's looking at what Giovanni Dos Santos has done to seriously question what he has done with the LA Galaxy in this time. So I have no problems with the yeah. the, the poll. Again, well, I think it's BS poll overall, but they got the right answer. Wrong. It's not yeah. wrong. It's not <laughs> well, wrong. Well, you know, my analogy for it is if you're buying a tool shed, and he said, I got this nice tool shed. It's 300 bucks. And say, wow, that's that's pretty good. And if he said, no, I got this nice tool shed. It was $5,000. And you go, wait, you paid $5,000 for that? And so I think that that's a factor. And that's why you have to work price into it. Yeah, price always matters. Yes. This is this is this is Josh's little lesson. I know I told you I was an Alexi, uh, Alexi Lawless uh, disciple here. I've, I've graduated from the Alexi Lawless School of uh, MLS Advertising. But I'll tell you right now that my biggest thing, if you're going to be the Josh School of of Major League Soccer, is how much do things cost. And that's how you have to judge <laughs> yes. the value, right? It's like, oh, well, Ashley Cole, and remember when this happened, yeah. Ashley Cole coming, no, we don't want him. He's going to be an, a designated player. He's going to cost too much. You don't want a defensive guy as a designated player. The money's the real issue. And yeah. with a DP spot, DP spots are are, are priceless. They're mm -hmm. priceless. You can't put a number on them. They're priceless. If you can have one, yeah. you can spend <laughs> as much money as you want. So they're, they're priceless. Then all of a sudden you find out Ashley Cole's coming and he's going to make like $275,000. Done. Get yeah. it done. How does it get? <laughs> where do we sign? Get, yeah, where does he, how <laughs> soon can he get here? So those things all matter. Um, so when you look at, you know, Zlatan Ibrahimovic at $1.5 million, you look at Giovanni Dos Santos at $5.5 million. You even look so far as saying, uh, you know, Ramon Alessandrini at under $2 million. And I think you, you could make the argument that he's underrated. 
How? You know, uh, who? Who? Roman Alessandrini. Uh, yes. Yeah, you could. What? But I mean, now how does this? This is the whole thing. Let's 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 just take this. <laughs> let's tangent. unpack that. Yeah, let's I... unpack this a little bit. <laughs> um, Roman Alessandrini coming in. What's that going to do? What's Zlatan Ibrahimovic going to do for some a guy who puts in great crosses, mm-hmm. who hasn't been able to find Giovanni dos Santos to yeah. save his soul? Um, you know, who's who can work with Ola Kamara? I mean, how much how much more valuable is somebody like Roman Alessandrini yeah. all of a sudden? And I think Roman, from from what I've seen from him, he seems to be one who wants to elevate his game at all costs. Mm-hmm. And I think he's someone who, if they sign a world class player like Zlatan, he that's going to excite him and that's going to get him his motor going and motivate him more to, to feed to feed, feed Zlatan and to make him better. Feed you know? the beast. Feed the beast. Feed the beast. Uh, just in case, being we're talking about these two players, I did do a chart uh, that's, well, in, that's in my article. I, I have a chart for <laughs> almost everything. Somebody asked me to put this together last year, and so I did it, of uh, Giovanni Dos Santos compared with Ramon Alessandrini, and they're comp- compared with games played, minutes played, goals scored, uh, and then the cost per game, cost per minute, and cost per goal. Are you the brain behind the Audi index? I am not. No one I, knows how that works. That's because it's it's a chipmunk <laughs> just like nibbling at like different colored dots. That's how that works. I mean, I think Daniel Starris was the highest rated player against New York City. All right. So not not that he doesn't deserve it, by the way. Let's see. I think we might have a phone call first. So let's before I get to the numbers, tease. Oh, oh, great. All right. You're a pro. I know. That's a <laughs> big bucks here. Uh, four two four. Who's this? Hey, guys. This is Chris. Hey, Chris. Hey, you from Reddit. Thanks, buddy. Thanks for calling in. What do you got for us today? Uh, well, I'm kind of going to talk about the injuries. Um, yes. Because that's been weighing heavy on my mind, and it seems like the guys are dropping like flies. Um, not 100% sure if Boateng really is injured, but I was checking my uh, my FootMob app this morning, and I noticed that he's listed as injured. So, um Wanted to know maybe if you knew anything about that. Also, um, yeah, I want to talk about the lineup as well. You know, when all the guys are healthy and we have all our starters back, what is that lineup going to look like with Zlatan? Who needs to sit on the bench? What position does he play? And what what do the other players, do they play their natural positions? Or who do we play out of position here in order to fit Zlatan? Awesome, Chris. Well, I'm going to let you go. We'll answer those questions for you. Um, Thanks, Chris. Yeah, that was, that was good questions. I like those. So let's talk injuries just for a second. Uh, the LA Galaxy currently have seven or eight injuries. And uh, on my list right now, Emmanuel Boateng is not one of those guys. All right. I know that there was some stuff and I saw that. Uh, I but think, his app said he was injured. I know. I know. And it's weird. Um, it could also be that uh, Emmanuel Boateng was not training last week with the Galaxy. Um, and uh, because of that, he may still be, and the reason he wasn't training is because he was exhausted, yeah. um, which is interesting. He and recovery time. And I've heard now that through the grapevine that perhaps the LA Galaxy have trained up their training regimen. Now, we know that there are four hamstring injuries, all three designated players right now out with a hamstring yeah. injury. Uh, I think you're going to find that Roman Alessandrini is more day-to-day now than he is anything else. And if I'm Ziggy Schmidt, there's no way he even gets on an airplane to go to Vancouver. You it's not worth it. Back. Um, so you have that one. You know that Joao Pedro also has a hamstring. I think that he's probably going to be available for Vancouver. So yeah, this is wrong time this weekend. That's right. That's right. He's coming in. <laughs> um, both Jonathan Dos Santos and Giovanni Dos Santos have hamstrings. They're both expected back for the March 31st game, but will not be in there for Vancouver. Again, I do not have uh, Ima Boateng listed as, as injured right now. Chris Pontius, a guy who got kneed in the butt. 
I know gluteal injury. A glute. Yeah. A glute. We'll just call it what it is at the butt. You got knee in the butt. I'm out with a butt. Have you ever had a dead leg? Yes. Like in your in your yes. butt? It hurts. And it's the worst. And it's the worst. In like, the center. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. It goes to the center of your body. It yeah. makes your toes do weird things <laughs> just so whenever whenever it happens. And then it hurts like for a long time. That's a yeah. if that's a muscle bruise in there, that can yeah. hurt for a long time. So that's why Chris Pontius, it looks like he's gonna be available. Uh Perry Kitchen also listed as an MCL, so a knee injury. Oof. I know that's that's, that's interesting. Scary. However, it seems like it's not very bad, and he's expected to be available oh. for Vancouver. However, why Gotta would you start Perry Kitchen on carpet yes. in, at BC Place? So that's certainly something <coughs> you can take a look at. So, um, you know, the, all the injuries right now is you have remember Brad for Jameson with a concussion. You have Joel Pedro with a hamstring, Ramon with a hamstring, uh, Chris Pontius with the glute, Michael Ciani with a groin or an abdominal injury. I have bingo. I got bingo with my <laughs> Galaxy injury board. I was, was going to say, you got them all. Uh, Giovanni, they were like, why are there five uh, squares with hamstring on them? Uh, Giovanni Dos Santos hamstring, Jonathan Dos Santos hamstring, and then the Perry Kitchen one with uh, with the MCL again. And that's not counting international call ups uh, for Ola Kamara and uh, Clementa. Uh, yeah, Emmer Clementa, and then uh, Ashley Cole out with a red with, so, with the suspension. Yeah, that's, that's what twelve people. Eleven. Yes, I think it's eleven. So with Boateng, that would be possibly be twelve. <laughs> Um, but it, it's, again, I think you're going to get three players back for Vancouver. I think it's going to be Perry Kitchen, Chris Pontius, and Joel Pedro. I just don't know why you would play Perry Kitchen unless you have to. I uh, think, well, you, you see how depleted they are. You might have to. Yeah, and we're going to talk about that game here in just a little bit longer, and I'll give you sort of who I think may be playing and who might not be playing so we can talk about that. But now going into the lineup with Zlatan Ibrahimovic. We know that one of the starters now is out, all right? You're going to have to pull somebody so who is going to be that starter that comes out? I mean, the the honest to God, first one that you look at, which, by the way, you talk about starters, and Sebastian Legette isn't even a starter yet, nope. although he will, probably will be a starter in Vancouver. I think you can expect that. Um, so you look at all these things, Eric, and there's possibly two guys that you're not going to want sitting on the bench, sitting on the bench. And one of those guys probably isn't Giovanni Dos Santos, by the way, as <laughs> much as the chat room and everybody else He's would like that He's not going away, yeah. Unf well, unfortunately or fortunately, depending on where your stance is. Yeah, and, and so that's where you get. I mean, you're looking at guys like, uh, you know, at the left back role, it's probably going to be Dave Romney for this next game. Um, or excuse me. Yeah, if we're, I don't want to do the next game. I want to do the Zlatan. Yes. So you got Ashley Cole left back. Fully healthy. Yeah, everyone yeah. there. Yeah, everybody there. Fantasy world. Sh Shelvick. Probably stairs or Siani. That's still a coin flip, and we'll see if Siani if stays. If yeah, still here. That's that's the big caveat. Uh, Felcher out there on the right-hand side. Uh, you're going to have Perry Kitchen and Jonathan Dos Santos sitting next to each other in the midfield. I still think that that happens that way. Uh, here's the question now. So you have Ramon Alessandrini, and you know he's over there. If you're going to keep Giovanni Dos Santos on the field, which you probably are, do you move him out to the left wing? Are you asking me? Yes. Yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> I would. Yes. Yeah. I mean, that's you, how I would play it. Unless you move him to the bench, right? Yeah. Okay. So if you move him to the bench, you can have Sebastian Legette on the left wing, which is great. Or you can have Emmanuel Boateng mm -hmm. on the on the left wing. Okay, that's fine. So maybe Gio does spend some time on the bench. I'm not so sure. Maybe it's a quick trigger on Gio from here on out. Maybe he only gets 45 minutes it, to You know, show. and the way Sigi, you know, is playing it, and, and Alexi mentioned it a little, that, you know, what have you done for me lately? It, Siggy wants, is going to look out for himself. And if Gio Dos Santos is not in the best interest of Siggy, then Siggy's going to do what he has to do. So we'll see how much longer, you know, he stays loyal and who knows the politics that go on, you know, with that starting lineup and we don't need to go there. But, you know, I, I think Siggy, it wouldn't surprise me if he tinkers with that and plays with that idea. Yeah, and, and it's one of the questions. I think that you can have Ola Kamara either be up top uh, which, you know, Alexi was talking about, yeah. having Kamara be up top and let Zlatan float underneath. I think that's the way to go because Zlatan has has the on-the-ball skill. He has the feet. And I think if you put him just underneath, 
he's going to be able to create and you let Kamara do his thing up top. You let him, you know, be the quote unquote goal scorer and let Zlatan be the creator. Yeah. And, and that could work. You know, the chat room saying, Hey, um, definitely going to be the, uh, be Perry kitchen who sits and there's no way it's going to be Perry kitchen. I'm telling you, they went out and got Perry kitchen. Perry kitchen has been the MVP of this team so far. Perry kitchen ain't going nowhere. All right. They will find other people yeah. to move. And if it's Giovanni Dos Santos, it'll be Giovanni Dos Santos. I mean, here's the other thing. How often are you going to see Zlatan Ibrahimovic on the field for the LA Galaxy? Because now, I, I this has been poo-pooed at every level that I've ever talked about it to anybody, but Zlatan coming off the bench makes a lot more sense than Zlatan being a starter every game, at least in my mind, to limit minutes on the knees, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But there's other things you have to consider, Eric. Travel. How much is Zlatan going to travel with the team? Turf. Is Zlatan going to play on any turf fields? Right? So those two things alone... we'll have to see. Those are things alone that you're sitting there going, you know, David Beckham in his later years didn't travel to go play on turf fields. It's like, nah, I'm good. Didn't travel to some of the teams where the Galaxy knew that they could match up against him. We're like, nah, you don't have to go. Which is okay. You're going to need to manage this guy's minutes. But that's sort of the question that that starts to come in. So do you really have a lineup issue if Zlatan isn't going to be playing every single game? And it doesn't and his, is he okay with that? And he is. Oh, because if, if you're worried about a locker room being blown up and you're asking him to do that, and that's not something he wants to do, then, then that's an issue. But if, if he's coming in and just wanting to have an impact, even if it is off the bench, then we'll see that. But, um, you know, I think we have to see what he could do. If he's healthy enough to play, we have to see how that looks first, and then you know we can make adjustments later. If Slaton wants to play every single game, Eric, you, you, put, let, him in. you put him in. I mean, and then we yeah, and then we see what happens. If he's healthy enough for <laughs> it, I mean, clearly you still have to manage his minutes. I'm I'm fine with Siggy Schmidt saying to Zlatan, no, you played you know 80 minutes last game. We're going to turf. We're traveling. You're not coming. Go yeah. away. All right, that's fine. Yeah. I, and I expect it to be like that. And watch the whining that will happen from other MLS <laughs> fans whenever this happens. You should play your best players, yeah. blah, blah, blah. No, oh, you wanted to see Zlatan, Yeah, it's going to be all the guys who said, the Galaxy, you know, they're making up rules to sign these guys. And then the, he doesn't come to your town and you boo-hoo. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Sounds about right. <laughs> People are saying, sit Zlatan every game on turf and play Geo all 90 minutes on turf. Can, can Geo play longer than <laughs> 90 minutes? Cruel. I, People, this chat room is cruel. I know. Keep it, it up. It was one of those. It was just a, so, I mean, that's, that's sort of where you're at right now. I mean, again, we still think, at least I think that there's a possibility that somebody's still going to take off from the LA galaxy. Yeah. Um, whether that's Siani or Joel Pedro, those seem the most likely Stop right now. Stop saying it, Joe. I know it hurts, <laughs> Eric, uh, but he's, I mean, again, Siggy Schmidt forgets that he's injured sometimes. All right. He's like, well, he's on the team. <laughs> hey, Siggy, could you give us an update on Joel Pedro? I'm sorry. Who does he play for us? I don't know. No, Siggy didn't say that. I just want to make sure. I don't want people to be like, Siggy going to pull me off to the side and say, why are you saying that I don't know who's, who Joel Pedro is? He's that guy over there. Siggy, that's Ola Kamara. So um, anyway, that's how it goes. All right. So we've we've covered most of the Zlatan stuff. Um, let's move on now to some Vancouver things. Because the Galaxy, as I said, still have a game to play. Um, they still have to do it. Um, and I believe if you want to go through standings real quick, we can do that. Because the Galaxy dropped in standings because they didn't play. All right, so the Galaxy currently ninth in the Western Conference right now. Uh, not a big deal. They are technically, uh, when you look at games played, they have played uh, only two games where most of the other teams have played three. Uh, Colorado has only played one game, apparently, so that's the only one they're sort of behind okay. there. Okay, so eh, nothing to worry games. about. Nothing to worry about is what it is. But coming up uh, uh, very quickly, the LA Galaxy, of course, will travel to uh, the Vancouver Whitecaps. So if 
if you don't mind, I'll turn on my my fancy match preview music. That's why I came. That's why yeah, you came for I, the I fancy. I came in person for the the fancy music and, and the match preview. I want you to know that normally I run through this before I do the fancy match preview mm-hmm. stuff. So I have a feeling this won't be a little rough. But we're you know what? <laughs> Screw it. We're no. gonna we're gonna try it anyway. So let's let's go with it. <laughs> Your LA Galaxy will face off against the Vancouver Whitecaps on Saturday, March 24th. That's a 7 p.m. Pacific time kickoff. Spectrum Sportsnet, Spectrum Deportes is where you can find that game. Vancouver is 2-1-0, six points, three games played, fourth in the Western Conference and seventh in the overall Supporter Shield race. LA Galaxy are 1-1-0 with three points, two games played, ninth in the Western Conference and 14th in the Supporter Shield. Vancouver lost their last game 4-1 to Atlanta United. That was when uh, Kendall Waston, who will be gone on national team duty uh, and would also be suspended because he received a red card in the 13th minute. And it should be noted that Vancouver held strong for almost an hour keeping the score at 1-0 before Va- before Atlanta finally stole everything away 4-1. The LA Galaxy, of course, haven't played since March 11th, where they lost 2-1 on a tiny, tiny, little, tiny, tiny, tiny field against New York City FC. So now the question is, with 11 or so absences possible for the LA Galaxy, who will show up, who will be on that lineup, who could be in a starting lineup, and what can the LA Galaxy do on the turf that is at BC Place in Vancouver? Uh, again, 7 p.m. kickoff time on Spectrum Sportsnet and Spectrum Deportes. All right, so now we get jump into it, Eric. Uh, you look at uh, Vancouver. They seem like they're going to be a good team this year. Yes. Uh, they're one of the tops. And if when Portland has so far fell flat, uh, the Pacific Northwest and Seattle has not been great. Um, you look at those, and Vancouver right now seems to be sort of battle, uh, the, the top of Cascadia. Their loss to Atlanta United... Again, with you, you said it. You know they held strong. They had a red card. Atlanta has a powerful offense, so um, I don't know that you can count that against them a hundred percent. They they went. They started the season two and zero, and now they're coming off a loss. I think they're going to be hungry to get back on track. Uh, and so you said, you know, the Galaxy still has a game to play, but you know what? I just don't feel like it. We have so many injured players. Let's just you know give them give them three points. Say three zero, and let's rest our guys. That's how I feel about it. You know, and I know that's a terrible thing to say, but. It seems like we're setting ourselves up. It, it may not look pretty, especially Ola Kamara won't be there, but Kai Kamara will be there. Yes. And, and he's looked good to start the season. So yeah. he'll, he'll be scary. Outside of Kendall Walston, who's national team with uh, Costa Rica, um, outside of Kendall Walston, there is nobody else who's going to be missing from Vancouver. I think they're actually yeah. all healthy, too. So. Yeah, of course. Uh, Kai Kamara will be there, of course. and and Alfonso Davies, the, the youngster, that he's another guy that we need to worry about. So... This this might not end well. It might not, and and you know what? That's probably okay. Like if you're missing this many players, it's almost like it, it's 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 unfair. It's unfair, and you're like, okay. <laughs> well, this is where you know Juan Pedro is going to come in and, and rescue no. the galaxy, no. lead them to victory. He better yeah. because <laughs> right now they're like they're flipping a coin. They're going to be like it's Siani or Pedro, and he's going to make himself known this weekend. Let me tell you, I, I wanted to chalk it up as a loss, but after that inspiring intro music. Yes. You know, Joao Pedro is going to lead him through. Three goals for Joao Pedro. Your dad will be happy that we're <laughs> talking will. about Joao Pedro. That's, you know, he's going to be, he's greasing my palms later. He said, you know, you better talk about Joao this time. That's right. That's right. <laughs> um, all right. So the LA Galaxy, obviously, uh, this is a tough one. And we've already gone over the, all the injuries. Uh, right now, the likely lineup looks like it's probably going to be Dave Romney at left back. Um, Shelvick at center back. You're going to have Daniel Stairs at the other center back. Rolf Felcher at right back. David Bingham in goal. Their defense is fairly well set. Yeah. Uh, Dave Romney stepping in for Ashley Cole directly. People are asking why Shelvick, who has played a 
bunch of left back and his career isn't moving over and slotting in Romney with Stares, eh, don't worry I think about you it. keep consistency. Keep consi- That's where he's been playing. That's don't it. don't mess with it. 90% of the time, if you're trying to figure out lineups, try to figure out a like-for-like like swap because yeah. <laughs> that's usually how uh, coaches are going to play it. Um, so you have that. You're going to have Perry Kitchen, who I think actually will play. Um, and if he doesn't play, then you're probably looking at Joao Pedro or Bajou yes. Husidic. But Bajou Husidic is going to be needed somewhere in the starting yes. lineup. That, that's why I think this is wrong and Bajio, this is where they jump in. Yeah, so so I think you you very well could see uh, Joao Pedro in there. You could see Bajio Husidic. Uh, there's a chance, obviously, up top that you're going to see Ari Lasseter. You're going to see Emmanuel Boateng out at, out at the left wing. The right wing is like my biggest question mark. I have no idea. They're going to find somebody to play there. The other <laughs> thing that you could do... Are you available? Uh, yeah, I was thinking about it. Um, <laughs> Um, the other thing you could do is you could put Carrasco in there with Kitchen, mm-hmm. uh, and you could put Baggio Husidic and push right. him out to the right. Um, so, and if Kitchen doesn't play, you could put Clementa in there with Joel Pedro, okay, in the center because that okay. also works. Does Clementa will he be available for this game? No, because he's hunting okay, national duty. Say, so. don't, don't listen to me. What do I know? That's right. There's eleven like, players. You have insider information. <laughs> I swear to God, there is there. Every time I go through a lineup, I've written them down, and I'm like, oh, this is how it's going to work. I keep forgetting somebody who's injured yeah. or something like that. Yeah. So you're going to have That's Ari Laster. You have Ari Laster. You have Sebastian Legette, so he's going to be in there. But I would imagine that Legette's going to take over the ten role for Giovanni yeah. dos Santos. That's where he needs to play. Yeah. Lasseter is for sure going to be that starter up top. That just for me makes mm-hmm. the most sense. Again, like for like, Zlatan's not here yet, so that's that. That's that baby Zlatan, baby gold Zlatan. puppy, gold puppy, gold gold dog. <laughs> Poor guy, because because his dad was known as what is the as the gold dog or, yeah. or right, and and so now he's known as the gold puppy. And oh man, that's that's rough. That's rough on the kid. It, it fits him. He's a young guy, you know. I think it works. And his legs are gigantic. Have you seen his legs? I know this is awkward a little bit right now, but have you seen his? They're have you seen huge. my legs? No. <laughs> Put those away. <laughs> Nobody needs to see those. Um, but anyway, so so that's sort of where you have again general terms. I expect to be wrong on my lineup this this week. I, which, by the way, it's impossible to predict. That's why coming in, knowing what we we're going to talk about Vancouver and just trying to speculate a lineup and, and a and a result this week, it, it's really really cruel for the LA Galaxy. It's it's not easy to predict the result. The result yeah. is they're losing, <laughs> right? And that's the thing. Call us listen, a bad fan. Let, yeah, that's let, a, that's another thing. Let's be real here. Let's be real for a second. Actually, this first. Let's get have a we have a, we had a phone call. So Matt okay. from Hawthorne actually uh, chimed in and he wanted to talk about Vancouver. So let's let him uh, uh, tell you what he had to say. Hey, Josh. It's Matt from Hawthorne. Um, love the show. Great job as usual. Uh, commenting on the upcoming Vancouver game, I think people have already kind of written this game off as a loss. And looking at the personnel that's available, um, that seems likely. But I'm also thinking we could probably get out of there with a tie if, you know, Biggie has the guys to hunker down, maybe park the bus, uh, maybe he fight it out for a scoreless tie. That probably seems within the real possibility for even this diminished squad. Uh, what do you think the likelihood of something like that happening is? Uh, we go to Vancouver, park the bus. Try to get out of there with a nil-nil draw. Maybe you can salvage a point. Um, interested to hear your thoughts on that. Been great show. Uh, talk to you later. Bye. All right, Matt from Hawthorne calling in. I, listen, I love, first of all, I love all most of the stuff the he said. Because he, he said that we do a great job, and he said it twice. So I, I feel like he's he's a truthful guy, that he likes it. Either that or he's wrong on both of his predictions. <laughs> no, Matt. He might be the latter, yeah. yeah no, Matt. Yeah, I, listen, could the galaxy go in there and steal something? I've seen it happen before. Yeah. Well, and and I think if they do steal something, it's not going to be parking the bus and get a, a zero zero draw. I think with Kai Kamara and Alfonso Davies and Vancouver is not depleted, they're going to get a goal or two. Uh, if they can somehow manage to keep them to a goal and Ari Lasseter gets a break, goes on the right run, catches them sleeping, 
ties it up. You know, that's a, that's a possibility, but but we're being really optimistic if, if that's the case. Given the Vancouver still looks strong, the Galaxy are so depleted. I just don't think it's you can expect a result this weekend. Well, and there's another part of this as well is that the Galaxy are focused. Not on this game. Yes, that's that's a very good point. <laughs> they're, they're I don't think anyone really cares about this weekend's game. Yeah, they're started. They're, they're talking about next next yeah. week's game. Um, listen, that chat room's bringing up a good point. You know, Efren Alvarez, fifteen years old. Is this a chance for? Yes, this yeah. is a chance. Uh, could he be on the bench? Yes, I don't think he starts, but you can put him on the bench, and he should get minutes. Give him 20, yeah. 30 minutes, and it doesn't matter what the score is. Yeah, put him in a position where he can. Here's here's there's sort of two sides of this. Don't play him because he's going to play with a bunch of backups and not necessarily put himself in the best mm. position to, to succeed. Or the opposite is go out there and don't worry about the result yeah. and do something. Show me something, yeah. Efren. And and people have been asking this for weeks, you know, is Efren going to get a chance? Is Efren going to get a chance? And if he is this, you know, talent that, that these people want him to be, if he goes out there with a bunch of backups, he should shine above everyone else and we should see that spark. Uh, I think we saw it with Bradford Jameson a few years ago. He came off the bench like, wow, this kid, this kid is special. And, and he made an impact in games coming off the bench. So hopefully we could see that from him. I, c- I could picture him doing that. Yeah, an update on Bradford Jameson was again training, I believe, uh, off to the side of the LA Galaxy. So getting closer to coming back, he's in the uh, concussion protocol right now. So still coming back from a concussion that he got before the preseason started, basically before the, guy, the team went to Tucson. Um, all right, so I want everybody's predictions for this game. That includes the chat room as well, and I'll read off some of the chat rooms. I already saw the ten nothing LA Galaxy <laughs> win. I was waiting for that one. Yes, it's 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 coming in, um, and certainly, you know, I'm dismissive of this game because it's you're missing. No team is prepared. The Galaxy have really good depth this year, or at least I think that they they certainly have better depth than they had last year. I'm going to say that this is a much deeper team than they had, and they're going to get to rely on that, but no team can handle missing 11 players, or 9 players even, Mm -hmm. uh, especially not. Now, granted, the injuries are kind of spread out in terms of where, you know, it's basically every position on the starting field (laughs) is where they're spread out. It's 11 players. That's right. It's It's 11 players. It's a full team. It's a full team. You could have a scrimmage of guys who can't play (laughs) um, right now. So... Uh, you know, you, you look at this, and I'm dismissive of it, and I'm understanding perfectly reasonable that Siggy Schmidt is not going in there telling these guys that they can't win the game yeah, and that they shouldn't, shouldn't tra- play and train. They're going to try to win. This is part of the brainwashing of being a professional athlete <laughs> is that you have to believe you can win every game. And you can. That it, it's Major League Soccer, yeah. Eric. They can beat Vancouver, yes. and it could be not even close. It could be 3-0. Three, <laughs> three you know, the whole thing. It's just not likely. This is why you don't yeah. bet on Major League Soccer, but if you're yes. going to, I guess, on this one, I would I would take... It depends Vancouver. on how many points... That, I don't know. Depends on how many points they're giving the Galaxy <laughs> on this one. How many goals do they get? Um, all right, so we'll go through the chat room real quick to give you one. Uh, AF892 says 2-1. to one. I believe that they're probably calling for the Galaxy to win. I don't know. It doesn't It doesn't <laughs> tell me. But if it's, it's going to do that, I'll I'll say it. Uh, one to one says wicked. Uh, Logan says two to nothing Vancouver. Uh, AF eight ninety two corrected it two one to L A. All right. So again, I was right. Uh, I love the optimism. John Cena. John Cena. John Cena's in the chat room. I, I, I don't think it's really him. <laughs> oh man. But John Cena goes that it's L A forty two Vancouver nothing. Um, so apparently going to rack up some touchdowns <laughs> to in this one. <laughs> Wrong Canadian football. Yeah. Apparently. Uh, let's see. Uh, let's see. Duh, 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 duh. Another one. Uh, John says uh, Vancouver two one. Uh, LA native says two to nothing. Unfortunately, I believe they probably have that one in Vancouver. So 
Um, you know, one to nothing, Matthew. One to nothing, Galaxy on a freak break. I, I imagine he means that on a freak fra- fast break and not yeah. somebody breaking their leg, uh, which is more likely right now with the Elgin. You went there, huh? I just, it is what it is. Listen, you're not a bad fan if you think the Galaxy yeah. are going to lose this. That sort of was what my thing is. That's so what we're Eric, trying to say. So, Eric, guaranteed to be wrong prediction. Guaranteed to be wrong pre- prediction. I'm going to say 3-1 Vancouver. 3-1 Vancouver. And, All if, right. and you want to hope I'm wrong. All right, I'm going to throw Diego's in here. Pato one, Josh zero. <laughs> probably likely, probably likely. Uh, that's how it goes. Uh, one one draws, one nothing. We win on away goals. I like it. That's good. That's not how this works right now, but it's I. That's it's, not how any of this works. That's not how. That's not how this works. Um, all right. So if you're looking at me, I'm going to say it's two to nothing, Vancouver. They probably score those early and then get to sit back and relax. And for the Galaxy, here's the other th- game that you have to be playing for this particular game is how many people get injured because there can't be any more. And again, there's a f- more important focus right now. Yeah. You need to win your home games. LAFC is coming up on March 31st. Who is resting this weekend. Who is resting this weekend. They're not playing. Okay. The Galaxy playing during an international break, which is the brainchild, of course, of Major League Soccer. That's a different subject, different time. This is a more important game is to win your home game. So if you're going to put focus on anything, and by the way, not only is it just a home game, it's against LAFC. And by the way, Zlatan. Zlatan. Zlatan's going to be there. Where is the focus of this game? (laughs) It's pretty obvious where the focus is. And it is certainly on that March 31st game. And because of that, there's no real need to really try to stress anybody who's injured. Yeah. You don't need to play Roman Alessandrini. I don't care if he's healthy. It's not... This is a time to have a short bench. If there's yeah. less than 18 players on this on the roster, that's probably okay. Yeah. It doesn't mean anything for this season. The the trend you have to watch for is these injuries and getting back and getting yeah. healthy from them because so far that hasn't been the yeah. case. And it's not how you start, it's how you finish. So I, I think with that, um, and you make a great point about if Vancouver goes up early and, and the team says, you know what, this is too big of a deficit for us to come out of and we just play kickball and kind of, dance around for 70 minutes if it's if it starts out that way then they're preserving themselves for the next week and and you do have to you have to go for that win at home you know you hope for the best try to make something happen if it can um but but if they go down uh you you want to you want to save yourself and and get the win at home that 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 would be the more valuable win and vancouver in the past few seasons have had the galaxy's number uh the galaxy hasn't beat vancouver in the last couple seasons so i think it's something uh that's a little bit of a mental game. Vancouver is going to come in expecting the win and they'll have that little bit of swagger with them. Yeah. I, I think you're probably right with that. So that, yeah, that's what it is. And again, this doesn't have any bearing on the season. This is, no. this is one still game. Early. Still, still early. Still game three. All of these things are fine. You're three games in, you're, you're all going to survive. Everything is going to be okay. I feel like I have to like, <laughs> you're the talk. therapist. Everything's yeah. going to be okay, guys. This is, this absolutely, uh, absolutely happened. So anyway, so again, a big day in LA galaxy history and, and we're here this podcast was not around whenever David Beckham signed with the LA Galaxy. It started in 2009, and he, I think he signed in 2007 Seven. was whenever mm-hmm. they announced. Um, so if you look at that, that's that's how it goes. Um, that's fine. Um, but this podcast now is here for the start of Zlatan, and I'm going to make you a promise right now that I'm going to do everything in my power to get Zlatan Ibrahimovic on this podcast. Oh. I just want to be here. I, I want to I'll, see. I'll sit in the stands. I'll yeah. sit outside. I'll, I'll watch through the window. I don't know what what possibly I could bring to the conversation, except that Zlatan Ibrahimovic deserves to be yes. on this podcast. All right. To, yeah. Sit in the chair. He needs to be on camera. He needs to, he needs to come into the studio. <laughs> he needs to sit next to the wooden spoon and, and maybe cause, not. Let's and, hide that. <laughs> maybe put it up. I was going to say, if Chris Klein ever comes back in here, I'm going to put, put that away. 
Um, but all those things. But yeah, you know, that's what we're going to try to do. That's what we always try to do with all the designated players, all the big names. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. Yeah. But we're, that's that's our main goal now. That's that's our focus is to make sure that we get Zlatan fair. on this on this podcast. Just for the fact that I will then enshrine this, and so I probably have a record printed of it, <laughs> just so I have it in some sort of nice. analog, you know, in case there's a, like nuclear fallout or something <laughs> like that. I need to have that. So uh, that's what we got. It should be uh, it should be good. Um, so I thank everybody in the chat room for coming. Eric, thank you for uh, for stopping by it's again. It's a pleasure as always. I we always enjoy having you on. You do a great job. Um, and so why don't you go ahead while we're uh, while we're getting ready? Why don't you tell people where they can find you? Perfect. And, uh, we'll get out of here. You can find me on Twitter at gis hammer, h a m m e r, just like you think hammer spelled. You can also find our other podcast, Guys in Shorts Sports Los Angeles. You can find them on Twitter at guys in shorts la. On, uh, you can also find them on Instagram at Guys in Short Sports. If you want to listen to our latest episode, we had Matt Money Smith from AN570. He talked about his time at K Rock, discovering Sublime, and of course, all his sports uh, knowledge. He also defended StubHub Center as the greatest place to watch an NFL football game. So it's a really great interview. Please go check it out. Uh, guys in Short Sports Los Angeles. And then, of course, we have our Guys in Shorts FC or at, on Twitter at GIS Soccer Show. This week, we do interview a member of the LA Galaxy organization who is a, a former champion. I'm just going to leave Ooh. you with that tease. Oh, my. So, you know, look for that episode to drop soon. And then, of course, our LA Kings show at Kings Round Pod. You can find them. So, the guys in Shorts family going strong. Thanks for having us on. Yeah, absolutely, Eric. Always great. All right. If you're looking for me on Twitter at JGuessman, J G U E S M A N, and of course at Galaxy Podcast, head on over to cornerofthegalaxy.com. Buy shirts, buy stickers, buy a scarf. Add a sticker, you're all set. All right, cornerofthegalaxy.com forward slash shop. We'll have another shirt coming out in about a month, so you're going to want to keep an eye on this. This is the last run of scarves probably for this year. So I got about 75 of them. I'm going to sell those. We're done. That's it. No more. All right. Uh, want a big thank you to Mr. Alexi Lawless for coming on the show to kick us off and talk about Zlatan Ibrahimovic. Always great having Alexi on, uh, and he was one of our first major guests on this podcast way back in the day. Uh, I was almost so nervous the first time I talked to him, I fell off the chair. So uh, always great to have Alexi on. All right, for Mr. Eric Vieira, I'm Josh Kessman. You've been listening to Corner of the Galaxy on cornerofthegalaxy.com. Everyone have a great weekend. LA Galaxy against Vancouver on Saturday. Have a great one, everybody. You've been listening to the Corner of the Galaxy podcast on cornerofthegalaxy.com. You can follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at Galaxy Podcast. And be sure to check out and subscribe to iTunes and Facebook by searching for Corner of the Galaxy. And for all of your independent LA Galaxy news, discussion, and entertainment, including this podcast, head on over to cornerofthegalaxy.com. Fans, thanks for listening. We ask that you be kind and courteous to your neighbors as you leave the podcast. We thank you for joining us and look forward to seeing you again. Until then, I'm Michael Araujo, and on behalf of the entire Corner of the Galaxy crew, goodbye, everyone.